0: Hello, and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church in Lexington, Kentucky. And on today's Word for the Day, we are beginning our uh, journey toward Holy Week, and we're specifically going to spend these episodes um, looking at um, Palm Sunday. Now, in our Anglican liturgy at my parish, um, we, we remember the story of Jesus' entrance to Jerusalem and then have a palm procession, and then come into our worship space and go to the cross. And to be frank, to be honest, the reason the church does that is a lot of people don't make it out to Good Friday. So before we get to Easter, we make sure we look at the cross. Um, But what I want to do is just look at the first part of that, the entrance into Jerusalem, because next week is, or the week, yeah, the next week is um, Holy Week, and we will... um, Um, look at the specific Holy Days and what they mean next week. But I want us to think about Palm Sunday and do maybe a bit more of a deep dive into that than we typically do. Um, Every year on that Sunday, the church gives us one of the readings um, from, from the Gospels. And in year A, it's from Matthew, year B, it's from Mark, and year C is from Luke. We're in year C, so we're going to look at uh, the year C reading. And I won't read the whole reading, but, but just by way of reminder, Jesus is coming into Jerusalem one week before the resurrection. And um, crowds gather at the gate of entrance, and they are laying down palm branches and waving palm branches. He's riding on a donkey, which is prophesied that God... God's Christ, God's Messiah, would come into Jerusalem on a donkey. But I want to start with the cry that the crowds made. And then Luke, here's how it's translated. They kept saying, Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. So, Jesus' entrance into Jerusalem is his his entrance to Jerusalem for the purpose of his coronation, for the purpose of his enthronement. And so he achieves his royal throne status through the cross. That status is vindicated by his resurrection, and then he ascends to the Father's right hand and is enthroned as king. So to get at this, though, you can't ignore the Old Testament because none of this makes sense without the Old Testament. And because this is a short daily podcast, I'm not going to do a deep dive into texts, but I'm going to just refer to, to themes that show up in the Old Testament. Hopefully you're a Bible reader and they're familiar to you. Um, but, but here we go. So Jesus is king because he has a kingdom. Now, when it says Jesus is king, what are the Old Testament roots of that? And they're this the Messiah, the Christ, the Son of God, who is king, is the descendant of David. And the dynasty of David that was established, <clears throat> excuse me, when he was anointed king, pardon me, um, is continued and fulfilled in Jesus. So when God made covenant with David in 2 Samuel 7, He said, your throne will last forever. And that theme is picked up and carried to the prophets. And the promise is one day a descendant of David will come, who's more than just another man, but who sits on the throne of David and reigns over Israel and over all nations. So the people were expecting Jesus to come to Jerusalem and sit on the throne of David and be king over Israel. And you know what? They were exactly right. They were exactly right about that. Jesus isn't just some sort of abstract, universal, generic king. He is specifically the son of David who is sitting on the throne of David right now. And that kingdom that was established by God through David is the kingdom of God. So uh, one of my favorite Bible scholars is a guy named Scott McKnight, teaches at Northern Seminary. He's an Anglican deacon. He says, you know what a kingdom is? It's a people with a king. A kingdom is a people with a king. And so Jesus is coming and establishing the kingdom of David, the kingdom of Israel. But we know, as I said from the prophets, that that kingdom is intended by God to expand and extend to all nations so that the Gentiles, as St. Paul puts it, in Romans can be grafted into God's covenant, grafted into God's promises. Kind of like, you know, if you know what grafting is, if you're a horticulturalist, you can take a, a a branch from one tree, splice an existing tree, put the branch in that splice, wrap it up, and eventually that branch will will grow into that splice and become part of the new tree. That's what it means to graft. And so those of us who are not ethnic Israel, who are not descendants of Abraham, we get to participate in God's covenant through Jesus because we're grafted in. And what's going on at the triumphal entry, what's going on at Palm Sunday, is Jesus is entering into his enthronement week, his coronation week, to be the king of Israel and by extension the king of all nations, the son of David who sits on the throne of David, to rule over his church and over all creation now and forever. So we're going to kind of riff on that for the rest of the week, but I really want to make that clear. And the reason I want to do that is sometimes what people do is because they, they, they rightly emphasize that what people assumed is Jesus would establish his reign through the typical human means of violence and um, political power The fact that he didn't do it that way means that his kingdom isn't isn't has nothing to do with david that's just not true that you can't read the bible and say that it's it's bigger than david's kingdom it's a kingdom overall creation it's really god's reign because see yahweh was the real king of israel always but he reigned through david always israel failed to recognize that often but that was always the idea that Yahweh was their ultimate king, but he ruled through a human king over his people, his covenant people. That's what Jesus is doing. And he's coming to Jerusalem to establish his kingdom, to establish his reign, to, be, um, to, to gain his throne, to have it vindicated by, the, by God the Father, and to be enthroned at God's right hand. Okay, God bless and have a great day.